Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from the grinding engines of the universe and the crushing boredom of eternity it's a wheezing groaning sound the only podcast about doctor who honest governor and today we're asking you to prostrate yourself in front of a craggy knob let your bones rot and try to murder your best friend because we're taking on the supposed dud of all duds the sixth doctor's debut and inverted commas story the twin dilemma <laughs> and joining me are two men whose pockets are bulging with power packs either that or maybe they're just please they don't have to watch it again it's mr <laughs> paul romulus litchfield and mr john remus ray what should i say oh no oh dear um it's a wheezing groaning sounds uh, for this episode <laughs> and there was a lot of groaning and <laughs> Quieting all the way through this. <laughs> well, as wow. I said to you just before we started off air, I started self-harming. So <laughs> that's how I got through that. Now, this, is, this has actually been requested a few times, hasn't it? Mm. I'm not sure if there's a wind-up or what, but we thought as we're heading towards the 50th episode... Yes. Well, actually, Tom thought, because he's clever, <laughs> we should sneak another one in. Yes. yes. And why not do the one people always ask us to do that Paul said he would never do? That's exactly. making him a corporate sellout. <laughs> yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, sponsored by Tenor Lady for this. I'm, <laughs> I'm shoving them in my ears instead of cheese, like in a lower load. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, um, we're doing the 25th anniversary story, obviously. Well, we have, will have done at this point when you're listening to this. Silver mm. Nemesis for our 50th. Mm. Uh, and so we thought we'd put, put one in just before. So, yeah, we decided it should be the twin. Dilemma. Yeah. <sighs> but before we begin mm. dissecting this um, frog corpse of a, <laughs> of a story, um, Paul, what else was unfortunate enough to grace the airwaves at the same time as the Twin Dilemma? Well, um, thank you very much for asking, uh, Tom. By the way, guys, love the show. Um, <laughs> what happened on that day, which was the 22nd of March 1984, mm. is um, uh, BBC One started with which lasted all fucking day. That was just, that was just someone swearing because they had yeah. this twin dilemma later. And then BBC Two looked at BBC One and went, oh, we'll have a bit of that. And they joined in with beep. Because quite, no, uh, right, all right, I will tell you what was on. But quite frankly, as far as I was concerned, it was one big giant beep. It started in the morning with, yes. on BBC One, with the best of now. <laughs> okay. That's okay. already very intriguing, isn't it? The well, best it sounds of amazing. Now. You mean the best of now? That's why I call music. <laughs> no, the Which best be of a, a step beyond the best of album. Well, mm. let's find out, John. Oh. It says this: Harriet Crowley looks again. 
at some of the collections from the first series, including posters, guitars, steam engines, and a stamp. Mm. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like then, if they're looking back. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It should have been looks again then. Yeah. Now. Here. Oh, I'm just, so sorry. Just call it now then. Yeah. <laughs> and then ha- repeat it, and it can be now then, now no, then. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> or better still, don't make the show. Yeah. Um, and then a bit later on was bric a Yay! Yay, bric a And it says this, a gong, a globe, and a gramophone. What else begins with G? <laughs> um, well, I've got, I've got gas, mm. gaydar, and gangrene. There you go. Someone brings Brian Kant some gaydar. What a bit of gaydar, show the kiddies. Oh, it's not... Why, hang on, why is Brian Kant Brian Walden? Brian Kant went on holiday that week, so they got Brian Walden to Brian, stand Brian right, Walden, okay. hello. Yeah. Another bit of brackets coming to us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm very sorry to say that my gaydar wasn't working this week. <laughs> covered in cub. Now, <laughs> I tell you what, so just from that Brian Walden, one thing... <laughs> with Brian Walden, I there used to be a show called Walden on Heroes, and this is like, yeah. it wasn't that long ago, 1998, and it was Brian Walden in an unbroken shot, one shot for half an hour, monologuing about, like, famous heroes or villains or whatever. That wouldn't get made now, would it? No. No. He Did just he have a rocket st- taking off behind him? Like, <laughs> it's not even that. Not no. even that. Just in a fancy room, and he'd go. Today we're looking at, and then he'd just sort of do it all. Yeah, a dildo fell off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you have to retake that. I'm afraid you're. Uh, <laughs> no, never do. People will love the natural nature of it. <laughs> <laughs> my problem. My problem with the Aztecs is they never went far enough. <laughs> Talking about Brian. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about Brian for the next... No, we can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, at 2pm, it, it, it's um, a friend of the show, the afternoon show with mm. Miss Barbara Dixon, mm. which is sort of like a very, um, as we've already discussed, they really tackle some horrible subjects. Oh, they no. Did last time. What have got this time? Well, here we go. Are you mm. ready? Mm. So it's the afternoon show, 2pm with Barbara Dixon. Today, adoption. Must it always be a baby? What? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> you don't adopt a ninety-year-old, do you? <laughs> here's the here's the next bit. Women in prison. Do they ever learn the lesson? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, Lovely. I'd imagine a few of them do. Yeah. Quiz time. How much do you know about the NHS? Wow. Well, well I'm missing a leg, so not much. <laughs> and then there's this. Plus, what's the true price of fame? Oh, God, oh, Jesus dear. Christ. And then, just, just to add a little frisson, guest cricketer Fred Truman looks back and forwards. What? Like <laughs> the exorcist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a tetra. His head yeah. just spins round endlessly. <laughs> head, just, head just spins round over the end credits with no music. <laughs> Blood also, coming a, out of his eyes. That's a funny edition of the afternoon yeah. show, but anyway, we go. And that, it's of like course, Cassandra. Was he, uh, yes. he has the power of foresight and also the history. And he's just, he's plagued by it and it, it's destroying him mentally. That's what I can see. foresight. <laughs> nice to see into the future oh that's a tweet right there isn't it have <laughs> I got news for you I'm just going to tweet them <laughs> nice to know what the response to this would be response to this would be you don't have to continue I already knew what the response was <laughs> <laughs> thanks Bruce our new character Bruce Forsyth yeah. <laughs> Bruce that's genuinely brilliant Bruce. <laughs> 
So you, there's a new series of spinning image coming out, and we're not mm. involved. Well, Tom is. I um, to an extent. To an extent that they'll allow me to be, I am. Yeah. Mm. Do say if you want me to edit that out. Not yeah. at all. No, it's just, it's my way of going. I I didn't do the Rashford puppet. <laughs> <It's> my... <laughs> uh, just so you know, it was Tom who came and it himself. Tom has been building a Dalek and a puppet. Yes, yeah, yeah. I do I own a spitting image puppet. Do you? Yeah, it's not of a person, it's of a dolphin. But uh, I own a spitting oh, wow. from the classic series, yeah. Ah, you should hear what the, his Dalek says, though. He comes down and says, so sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> it's very offensive. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, listen... Guys, 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 let's come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. At 3.25, after the afternoon show, we've covered all those topics. It was mm. time for another edition of Arthur Negus Enjoys. Ooh. It's the final programme, and Arthur visits Temple Newsome. Where's Temple Newsome? Does anyone know off the top of their head? I have no idea. No idea. Sounds very home counties, doesn't it? Temple yeah. Newsome. Anyway, to enjoy the treasures of furniture, silver, pottery and porcelain. Ah. Lovely. Temple Newsome is in Leeds. It's in, oh, yeah. there you go. Museum of Leeds. Nice. And then a little bit later, of course, another uh, friend of the show, it's Fonz and the Happy Days Gang. They're up to more adventures, and the blurb says thus, the the Fonz and his friends get involved in an intergalactic war. (laughs) (laughs) They just just get involved. Is that when they had Mork in there? Must have been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, well, he's probably the cause, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he probably is. No, I don't think All the cause the were in cure. it. All the cure. <laughs> <laughs> this week, the cause versus the cure. <laughs> it's another amazing Two bands <laughs> in intergalactic war. It wouldn't make sense because the guitarist from the cause doesn't believe in the cures, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Let's hope Bruce, Bruce Forsyth could be in it. <laughs> I knew this would happen. This would happen, I knew. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Um, oh, I knew this would happen. I knew this. Nanu. Oh, there you go, yes. <laughs> Folding it on itself. I like nanu, it. Nanu, Nanu, Nanu to you. No, hang on. Um, anyway, <laughs> a little bit later on with 60 Minutes. News, weather, sport. Torval and Dean performed their compulsory dances in Ottawa. Mm. Oh. Their compulsory dance. What it was? <laughs> I'm wondering if Is that a gunpoint? Means... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Do your fucking dance. They were like the Ralph <laughs> McTell of ice skating, weren't they? Because they just did Bolero. Yeah. Mm. That's all they were forced to do. I remember I was watching Dancing on Ice and they were all talking about the Bolero and it was very sort of building up to the Bolero. Yeah. Um, on their knees. They start on their knees, don't they? It just turned start out that their knees. trainer was called Bill Aero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's full of air, wasn't he? <laughs> he used to, full he used of to have him on a string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, after 60 minutes was lovely old Doctor Who. Mm. Yes, it's the twin dilemma part, for the love of God, one. Mm. Um, and there is blurb, and it just says this. Professor Edgeworth has kidnapped two children, and Hugo Lang holds the new doctor responsible for the destruction of his spaceship. Mm. Yep. It's, not, it's not wrong. Yeah. They're, they're no, mis- no, they're wrong. bearing the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave it there and do the scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus infinity. Um, on, uh, on BritBox, it says the Twin Dilemma Part One: Professor Edgeworth has kidnapped twin human child genii. Romulus genii, genii. Nice. Mm. There you go. Well, a little bit later on the BBC One, you had computers in control. Uh oh. Part three: making things move with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
Was that a bowel movement or something? <laughs> <laughs> Make it move, robot. <laughs> Second thoughts don't. Anyway, mm. on BBC Two, you started off wonderfully with Open University from 6am to 9. Mm. Any course details? Oh, of course. Pure maths, evolution, oh. <laughs> minimum cost flows, <laughs> and what price the workers! Hey! Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, John. There's no... Doris! No, Doris. <laughs> nothing, nothing. But it's right, Doris. Poor old Bert. Oh, yeah. no, poor old Bert. <laughs> what a miserable day for Bert. Mm. No, hang on, there might have been something oh. for Bert. Let's oh. find out. 9.15, it was daytime on two. Hello. With a variety of courses and magazine-based um, show skits, including Germany at Work. How to turn a blind eye. That's amazing. <laughs> there was a bit on how to turn a blind eye. Wow. Is someone thieving in your office? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you like to go drinking with them after work? I do. They're the only one I can fucking stand. Then turn a blind eye. Um, anyway, and then there was play tennis now. <laughs> Ins- <laughs> inside women's magazines. <laughs> Darren! <laughs> 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 Doris, I want you to pop down to Woolworths, get woman's realm. Take your pick. Blimey! I'm interested in women's magazines and women's issues. I can't finish on the grabs here. <laughs> As is my want. Um, uh, inside women's magazines, would. Doris! <laughs> you and me. And then the old and the handicapped. Mm. That sounds like Jimmy Savile's shopping list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, that was 9.15am. Cosmo. Cosmo and Dibs. We got two. (laughs) Although I found it on YouTube the other day. There's only only one series where they do the full Cosmo and Dibs. Cosmo. (laughs) <laughs> the other one they just talk normally but we'll oh. pretend it's always Cosmo and Dibs of course that was one of Bert's <laughs> magazines as well Cosmo <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Cosmo and Dibs evolved into Ant and Dick <laughs> oh I thought oh, they might have become briefly zig and zag and oh, then yeah. Dibs have you got banned again oh no Dibs <laughs> look that's that man is going to eat a testicle of a kangaroo <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to go and drink and drive. No, I'm talking. <laughs> Don't do it, Dibs. <laughs> I can't do an impression of those two. It's terrible. <laughs> oh. I'm not even sure they sound like that, to be honest. I think they did No, briefly. they really do. You really yeah. sound like them. Can one of you say, I've, uh, Cosmo, I've just seen an episode of The Word where a man at his own pubes on <laughs> I'll leave that to you, Tom. <laughs> oh, Cosmo, I've just seen an episode of The Word where I've man in your own pubes. I've made him, I've made him Geordie now as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He ain't them all down! He ain't got no poops on his body anymore! They're all in his body in his stomach! <laughs> and then Q, I knew he would eat the pubes on the cracker, the cracker on the pubes, I knew he would! <laughs> BBC Two is folding into itself. <laughs> anyway, that was daytime on two at 9am, and then we now cut to 9pm, because there was nothing of interest for the rest wow. of the day. But then, of course, a lovely episode of Dear Ladies, You're Ooh. Simply My Cup of Tea. Huh. And the dear, the dear ladies huh, go on a murder mystery <laughs> weekend and are determined to enjoy it, dear. Very <laughs> Absolutely. nice. Absolutely, yes. Ooh. And then at 9.30 was 40 Minutes, a documentary, The School on the Hill. Ooh. A school in Northern Ireland for Catholic and Protestants 
Will one more scintilla of hope in Northern Ireland be snuffed out? Trouble in Northern Ireland. So never will be. <laughs> I gave you a two-minute warning. Focal, <laughs> two-minute warning, okay. Oh, shit, we've just had a... <laughs> the IRA just sent us a Brucey warning. <laughs> anyway, that was your televisual delight. So I'll be able to... Oh, there you go. We delayed long enough. <sighs> delayed now long we enough have... we have. <laughs> Uh, oh no okay here we go <laughs> right um oh dear right so you don't mind if scene. i start you don't mind if i start smoking crack during this do you no, no. <laughs> okay so imagine if you will a man who phones up his friend and says here listen i want to stop saying you know that show doctor who it's like, oh the kid show he's like well <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what you on. say yeah <laughs> he's like it's a kid's show, but I watched an episode the other day. It was called Caves of Androzani, and it was really good. And there was, like, guns in it, and there's a really good villain. And the Doctor, di- he died. Mm. Like, it's a real hard... It's, this is a kid's show, but I was scared for bits of it. Like, it's really intense and really good. I tell you what, it's a sandwich. Do you want to... Next week, do you want to come around to mine and we'll watch it together? It's like, well, if you say it's good, okay. So they all sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so genuinely, it was brilliant drama and not just good sight, just genuinely brilliant. So, like, okay, I trust you, I trust you. They put, they wait for, what time was Doctor Who on, by the way? Do we know? Oh, it was on at uh, 20 to 7. They, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, okay. Uh, they, they sit down, 6.40, bit late, maybe, but, and they go, okay, here we go. And the first thing they see is the Sylvester twins. Yeah. Playing yeah. the Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> what is that what the game's called? I don't know what it is. It's like weird little party hats, isn't it? That they're, they're moving around on a, on a board. Sort of like space checkers. <laughs> it's yeah. a bit it's, space checkers. They've got really like nasty sharp tops. Like, <laughs> they do. Ow, 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 now, ow. have we established ow. at this point if they are related to Nicholas Lindhurst? Because <laughs> they look like Rodney Stunt Doubles. They do a bit like Rodney Stunt Doubles. Yeah. They are, is one of them in Forty Towers? Oh, God. I well, think one as, of them... As Manuel. Might... <laughs> <laughs> He's from oh, Titan 3. Christ. Yeah, I think you're right, Tom. I think one of them is. Um, I seem to remember one of them getting uh, hit round the head, clip round the ear from oh, Basil. Oh, yeah. In um, in Forty Towers, but that was one of them. Probably the the, the more talented of the of the two Sylvester twins. Um, God, how'd you find that out? <laughs> <laughs> dark web, dark web. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so they're playing with their their cones of Dunshire, and and uh, Mr. Sylvester comes in, and then they just start slagging off their mum because what appeals yeah. to a character more than people just going, "Our mum's a fucking idiot," and you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Our mum really cares for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Right. My okay. dad looks like he's just stepped out of Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> he's got big old glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that third reactor. No. <laughs> These two designed it. Yeah. Father, that's not fair. We didn't design Chernobyl. <laughs> and he's scared of them, isn't he? He's yeah. scared of their genius. I think he's just Why? scared. Of they're a bit weird. <laughs> Why is he scared? Because they're just... They're just kids I mean, you could just, good at maths. You could, you could clatter... Exactly. So you could just secretly clatter them around the back of the air when no one's there. It'd be much better <laughs> if they were two Gary Colbans. 
the twin dilemma would be so if it was anyone if it was melanie and martina from mm. uh, from funhouse this mm. would be a, a much different story yeah here's the uh, other thing this entire four-parter is not the twin dilemma at all is it there's no, no dilemma no not at all, not at all. <laughs> it's called who the fuck is this ruining Doctor Who for everyone? <laughs> yeah, the dilemma is, do I just stop watching this show yeah, I've been enjoying? The, the, the dilemma is, I've spent 20 years enjoying this enriching, beautiful process of the longest-running science fiction ever on the BBC. Yeah. Oh, you've just shat all of it. <laughs> we should, we should say, Thank you. We should mm. say from the off, like, I like Colin. We all like Colin. We all love Colin Baker, correct. This is the worst possible first episode you could give to any Doctor. <laughs> well, I mean, Oh, I don't know. Time well, in the first running. story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the time in the run it doesn't end with a threat. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, and it's well, not. I suppose even, it does. It's not even vague, is it? It's no. just. Mm. It's it's fuck you, everyone. I mean, this is, <laughs> I've mentioned God. it before, but this is basically the, the space adventures of um, Little Mo and Trev. <laughs> The Christmas episode was very blitz, just eating our dinner off the TARDIS floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why watching did you the make gravy, me... watching the gravy slowly congeal Henry, around the why console. why did you make me push your dinner on the floor? <laughs> very careless assistant. Yuck. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so then we cut to the TARDIS. Now, <sighs> okay, I would say this, and this is my big theory on, um, on this show, is that... I think the costume is cursed. Yeah. Because for the first scene, when mm. you have Colin being a bit obsequious mm. and uh, and he's wearing Peter Davison's old outfit mm. and everything else, I don't hate this scene. He's being no. very unlikable. No, I don't still... either. Mm. And yeah. he looks really good in the suit as well. <laughs> he really he does. does, doesn't he? He genuinely looks man. really good. And you're like, wow. It suits him better than it ever did Peter. That's yes, yeah. I think it sort of does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And obviously, it's it's you know part of the course for a um, for an, a, a doctor to sort of slightly insult or neg his um, his previous incarnation because like Tom Baker was like, oh, the nose is a definite improvement mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he just so, like, says the last one was the right prick, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of says that as well, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, she says I. He says on oh, my sweet. lasting. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no, he was an arsehole. and you're like, oh god, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he does that brilliant do line, that. sweet. If feet. feet. <laughs> oh, Sweet. God. Yeah, it's a feckless charm. Mm. So he um he doesn't yeah, he's he's not a fan of that at all. And so they, you know, he's marching through the TARDIS and he goes to the um the, the costume, costume department. Room, the costume yeah. department. Yeah. <laughs> and for a sweet moment he puts on a red velvet jacket and you're like, go with that. Go with oh, that. Go with that. Don't, go with don't that. do anything else. Put that on, walk out. <laughs> yeah. Instead, he decides to choose a seizure of cloth. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, like a being, seizure of cloth. A whole two years where the doctor is just naked would be, I think, preferable. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> <laughs> What's going With on his here? two dicks and his three balls and his two hearts <laughs> and his nine nipples, just him, him naked, but with his yeah. dick and a beehive. <laughs> <laughs> That's his costume. That's much what? better. So much better. All the bees are his assistants. Yes. <laughs> I don't it mind works. that. No, I don't mind don't that. hate it. I don't um, mind that. And then he has a little freak I out. I don't in the... hate it. <laughs> well, I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, it could know. work. I mean, but oh. then he does the black, black, yeah. <laughs> the churning gears of time. Yeah. Johnny. He's a bit mad. Johnny. <laughs> oh, not again, Johnny. <laughs> I can so understand they're going, look, this time when the Doctor appears, he's, he's, not, he's all a bit discombobulated. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit narky. 
But then, I mean, was the, do we know if this was an idea? This wasn't the idea of just that person who wrote the fucking story, was it? He was told, by the way, this doctor now, he's not going to take his regeneration lightly. Mm. He's going to yes, be a bit yeah. of a nightmare. Well, and I, then I mean, they said, well, then go for it full throttle and make him as unlikable as you can. <laughs> if, I mean, there were rumours circulating that obviously I think it was Eric Sayward wasn't a fan of Colin Baker. Mm. So sort of decided right. that he was going to give him a, a rotten old time um, playing the Doctor. Um, but yeah, they just overdo it with the unlikability, don't they? Well, Colin yeah. says that the plan was that over the, he, as he says, over the many series, yeah. oh. which is, you know... Thinking a bit too much. Mm. Um, the, the 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 layers would gently fall away, and we'd all fall in love with the Doctor. I, I know, you know what? I think that he's a good enough actor; he could have pulled that off. Mm. Um, but um, as it yeah. is, they just give him a rotten. They just give him a, a difficult start, don't they? I've got zero problems with him in this. I just think he's doing what he's told. But it's, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's it's so that, bad. What they hence do the to question. Him. Hence the mm. question. I just whether it was like because in, in, I very much what I deduce from this. I remember never wanting to talk about this because the only time I've ever seen it is when I saw it originally aired. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think that is when I even went, yeah, I'm not sure Doctor Who's for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I walked away. I remember specifically. I think this is maybe yeah. around that time where I went, oh, oh, oh no. no. I really loved Peter when I was a kid. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I genuinely adored him as well. I was I seven him. here, so I loved Peter. And um, yeah, when this episode went out, I remember thinking, no, I can't watch this anymore. It's like it's like yeah. getting an abusive stepdad, isn't it? It's yeah. like the one you like has gone, and now you're just like, oh, there's someone else here. Oh, fuck that old guy, and I'm going to yeah. attack you. And you're like, oh god, this they is. They basically horrible. brought in Robert De Niro in this boy's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, a woman going now. Now this is your new dad. He's got Uncle Roger. He works on the oil rigs. He's got a temper, but he's only here three times a year. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> why did you put this mustard in the bin? <laughs> there's plenty of mustard in this. Come. <laughs> shoves it in her face. Yeah. Oh, God. Meanwhile, the twins are playing Blockbusters, um, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, doing very <laughs> well. Yeah. They're doing very well. Um, yeah. And and the Doctor's, yeah, as you say, trying on clothes, and he tries on a frock coat, and it's nice, but then um, he eventually settles on something, which even the costume, we can't even blame the costume designer, because she she had like four goes at designing it, and all of them were too nice, apparently. Yeah, she had a blue really? one at one point, a very, mm. very dark blue one that Colin liked. I yeah, like but... the idea that they were all too nice. Mm. <laughs> uh, too J&T. nice, too nice, too nice. Mm. That one makes my eyes bleed. We'll go with that. <laughs> JNT was obsessed with loud colours, wasn't he? Mm. Oh, was he? He used to wear these loud Hawaiian shirts all the time. So uh, the, what I heard is that JNT was like, no, could you make it like super mad? Yes. I could think we, there's it a like very what good I'm um... wearing. <laughs> can I be Doctor Who? No, you can't. Listen, listen carefully. There's two bumper episodes coming out, but that's just the order of. There's eight more, Roger. Eight of them. People might hear them, Roger. I'm going to lie low. I think you should too. <laughs> Brian and Roger are back. Two brand new episodes and a whole new series wherever you get your podcasts. And see Brian and Roger live at the London Podcast Festival and the Many A Chocolate Factory in a whole new stage show. Check websites for ticket details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Colin chooses that and then poor old Perry comes out. I mean, admittedly, she does look a little bit like a sort of Scottish shortbread tin. <laughs> and goes, what do you think? And he just goes, yuck. Yeah. You're like, well... Pop calling the kettle black, mate. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're dressed like several Mardi Gras have fallen into some quality street. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I dislike that almost more than him when he attacks her because, like, that's yes. just being normal, being like, oh, you dress horribly, you're horrible. Hmm. And it's just, yeah. It's, Going it's yuck. Nice. It's like, but oh. yuck. Yeah, it's really horrible. Um, an eight year old girl. Like, yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, back at the Sylvester twins, because we've got to we've got to deal yeah. with all of this. They, they were taken over by space nonce. Um, yeah. This is this is now you know what was going on in the climate at that time. This is a storyline that feels a bit like sailing close to the wind, doesn't it? It's amazing. It really An old man does. appears in their room, puts mm. two bits of Haribo on them, mm. <laughs> on, their, on their wrists. Would you like to see my space puppies? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very. It's just like a normal old man with white hair mm. um, abducting yeah. children. It's yeah. just it's appearing classic. in a dress in yeah. the room <laughs> and taking them to another planet. It's okay, so normal. here we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got fancy jewelry on as well, hasn't he? So it's, yeah. it's all yeah. there, and um, he fixes it for them to come with him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who is now that said Edgeworth I think is a good I like this character mm. um, but uh, uh, you know because I think ultimately there's spoilers but he, he turns out to be quite uh, quite a, a nice man sort of being forced to yeah we'll get to that because part he's of being like, forced to but at the same time at any point he could have gone no <laughs> but it was bugging That's me. my problem with him. It yeah. was bugging me where I'd he, seen him before. He was in Porridge. He was the ah, posh he's judge. He's the vicar, isn't he? The judge oh. that, uh, but put, oh, he's um, a judge. He's the judge that put Fletcher away and he ends yes. up sharing a cell with him for a bit. I've seen him as a vicar in something else, but I can't ah. quite remember what it is. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, there was a rumor that, that this character was meant to be the first Doctor, but I think that that's I think that was just a rumor. I don't think that was actually true. Christ. Not um, according to Chibnall, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Well, that'll be another. That's another special we'll do. Mm. Um, yeah. So he abducts the children, which is all yes. fun, um, mm. and then he sort of chats to a um, chats to somebody via a sort of red light. Um, and it's all a bit Star, Star Wars-y. Yeah. And yeah. this is the point at which uh, we sort of see a glimpse of Mestor, his, his, the person who's controlling him. And this kind of half-glimpsed red light version of Mestor isn't too bad, in mm. my no, opinion. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Can we discuss the alien races that guard? <laughs> because that is something that I, we really need. What the fuck are they? <laughs> I've written here, old man abducts two children and gives them to a bunch of fat owls. <laughs> 
I did the same. I almost did the same. Is yeah. Oakman takes him to a bunch of coal mining racist owls. <laughs> <laughs> They're sort of feathered, beaked. Mm. Mm. I've never seen a Doctor Who alien that is simultaneously um, unnerving, mm-hmm. and yet the only thing I want to do is point at them and go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the same time, they're scaring me. Mm. Yeah, they're a bit it's crow-like, the... and they're a bit... What the yeah. fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> so they're the natives of Jaconda, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I presume so, yes, yeah. that, mm. that Mestor has taken over their planet. Yes. Mm. But we're not even on Jaconda yet, we're on bloody Titan... But yeah, we're not even on Titan, at the minute they're on a, uh, they're on like a An freighter. asteroid. Yeah, mm. <laughs> they're going to yeah. be taken to Titan 3, which is their safe house, isn't mm. it? That's right, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in the TARDIS, uh, the Doctor tries to kill his assistant. Um, mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to discuss that anymore. No, horrible scene. I mean, mm. once again, you have to couch this. Colin's acting is excellent, which mm. makes it yeah. even more horrible. Yeah, I know. Mm. I think that's why it's stuck in my craw at the time. Colin does everything very well. Yeah, he does yeah. The so bit. well, yeah. so well that you go, I hate Doctor Who now. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. what you should never do. No, this you podcast should never is very... make your audience go, I'm scared of the person who's the best man in the universe. Oh, God, yeah. I hate Doctor Who. It's, it's, it's the one cardinal rule. Don't hmm, make really the Doctor is. such a cunt. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, if you get that script, how else do you play it other than just you go full kind of malevolent? Because um, that's a horrible scene, isn't it? That you don't even know what a Pierre is, do you? Yeah, he Pierre? basically does that thing when you see someone wearing a Ramones t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> name one album, Perry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing. It's like like Tom did. Tom hit the mark so well when Tom becomes uh, when he's the, it, with his jogging and his madness, mm. Mm. and it's like how the Doctor's discombobulated for a bit. He's just getting used to his persona. Um, yeah. I think with this is they go, this is what all four episodes are about. Mm. <laughs> and at the end, he says, this is my persona. And you go, oh, God, no, don't. No, you can't. You can't. And they then realise that there's also a plot to deal with, which is never really addressed properly at Not all. Really. I could say something controversial here, though. Oh, hello. Yeah, go on. I like it. Even though <laughs> he, he tries to murder Perry... Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy this version of a regeneration more than Peter's where he just floats around. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I think that he really needs to atone for his sins. Like, obviously, he mm. intends to, but his atoning for his sins is, you're going to be my slave now on a rock. Mm. Whereas, yeah. like, what we want is him to be really nice by the end or, like, really kind of make amends. But in But... All the way through, he's like sniping at Perry, and it's it's very horrible. Yeah, there's mm. only one bit in episode three where he goes, "Oh, Perry!" Like he realizes she might be in danger, mm. and that's yeah. the only time he gives her any sense of like, "Oh, yeah, I might care." Yeah, that's the time he's an unremitting arsehole. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is like, very. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's pro Colin, but it's anti like Sixth Doctor for the most part. Yeah, yes. it's fair to say. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, to, to make sure that we don't dwell too much, so then we have, there's a phone call that the, the Sylvester twins are missing, and everyone seems to know who the Sylvester twins are, because they're very clever. Mm, um, yes. And so Ruth Maddock from Heidi High, there's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a phone call um, uh, to say that they're missing, and she's very panicked that they're gone. They're basically like the Lauren Harry's twins, aren't they? 
value our antiques now? Yeah. <laughs> on national television. You must get them back. Yeah. They were our best junior kickstart contestants. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've gone now. I mean, yeah. how brilliant were they? I mean, they spent all their time, the two twins, going... Have you ever acted before? No. <laughs> shall we t- shall we get some felt tip pens and hmm. put blocks on acetate? Yes. <laughs> Genius. Yep. Yeah. There's not oh, much dear. evidence to back up that they're the there's cleverest no people. No evidence either. at all. No. Is there? No. Um, so they're not, and then obviously the doctor's sad that he's tried to kill his assistant, and um, and so he he's going to become a hermit, and so he wants yeah. to go to Titan Three, which he describes as. A craggy, a craggy knob. <laughs> a craggy knob. I Brilliant. thought he said that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. swimming in the ocean of the Hermament. Is that knob. is that where the space Noel Edmonds lives? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Craggy Knob. Craggy Knob. <laughs> Knobs like you and me. Um. <laughs> Why it's Mr. Silly. <laughs> Why is he green? Why is he sliding over the Wayne Sleep's head? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh dear, because this is the safe house where the Sylvester twins, uh, Edgeworth, and the <sighs> SNM crow things. Demons. Yeah, yeah. what they are. <laughs> are existing. It looks like they got little metal noses. <laughs> it does. They've got they feathery, got feathery faces, and then black. They're blacked up. It's just what is going on. It's it's very very what it they're is. all quite rotund as well. They are. <laughs> Yeah. And so some of them are quite nice. It's well, like, I don't understand. This, this planet's supposed to be in the grips of a horrible famine, and one of them's a big fat bloke. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably been eating Mestor's eggs. I think he has. Yeah. <laughs> like for a I'll rush fly. I'll do, yeah, I'll, yeah. do I'll, oh. I'll do egg duty tonight. Oh, <laughs> bastard. With these eggs, yep, really spoiling us. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Fucking <laughs> What I'd love to know is Edgeworth was the leader. It was like the leader of Jaconda, right? Yes, apparently. And yeah. is he an ex-time lord? Is that correct? He's an ex-time lord. An ex-time lord. He's an ex-time lord. Fair enough. Mm. He can he, regenerate um, thirteen times, but it takes him three minutes unless he's poached. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, he's an ex-time. He's why are you? Tardis is a chicken you... coop. <laughs> Tardis is a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> how does he end up leader of Jaconda? I don't know. Done? How does he end up being a Time Lord? How does he end up being there? How does he end up being embroiled in this and not going, yeah. fuck off, I'm a Time Lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How does he get himself taken over by slugs? Because he really goes for it. And then, then occasionally goes, oh, shh, what a mistake. It make it, what am I doing? <laughs> and then occasionally says to the twins, if you two don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to fucking rip your tongue yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then at one point, I will kill you. I yeah. will kill you, yeah. He's literally like, just shut up, all right? Ooh. And you're like, well, what, what's your reason, Detra, for all of this? He's like, well, I have to. And you're like, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to at all, any no. of this. You could have looked at, at Mestor and went, oh, I'll just put a ring of salt around that. <laughs> it's just, Why there's, no he... need for your, there's no need for your plot. Where's, at all. His, where's his fucking trial? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Trial of Edgeworth. Yeah. Yeah. Trial of the nonce. Come yeah. on. <laughs> the Matrix doesn't lie. No, yeah. oh, don't. There's just be a load of dolls being like handed out, being so, like, "Where just, did he touch you?" <laughs> it's just four episodes of Linda Bellingham going, "Don't put that in the gravy." <laughs> I, mean, I just, I just don't get him at all. It's like because no. he, he goes, he has a story arc, but 
all of his arcs, ups and downs are just so unbelievable. They really are. I just, I just don't get you at all. He's just badly written. He just flits, doesn't he? Yeah. Depending on what they need, it's rubbish. Speaking of badly written, we then are introduced to a new character um, of Hugo Lang. Oh, God. Now, obviously, Mm. Kevin McNally, Mm -hmm. incredible actor, and Mm -hmm. and second to only our own Paul Litchfield, uh, does the second best um, Tony Hancock impression of uh, of anyone in comedy. (laughs) I don't mind him in this, actually. He's not bad. It's just he's given, like, I... If you actually look at what he says, he hasn't got a character. It's just because Kevin no. McNally is a good actor that he sort mm. of invests he's, anything he's, in it. He's basically space police, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Sort of yeah, unidentified yeah. space police. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he's not um, like Duggan. He's not like overly officious. He's I not was just going to say, yeah, if you get mm. Duggan and like dilute him beyond yeah. all measure and taste, yeah. you end up with this character. <laughs> yeah. But he, he could have been an interesting companion for a touch. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I don't mind him because he, he is literally pull the gun and yeah, how dare you and all that. Mm. Yeah. I like his gun reveal. It's quite good fun. Yes. That's fun. Because yeah, the that's... doctor sort of heals him and then he pulls a gun on him and that's the mm. end of episode one. Like, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, mm. ooh. Uh, I think the, tr- the, 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 yeah, the cliffhanger is he might not shoot the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> that's the scary thing. You're yeah. like, oh no. Might <laughs> <Like>, get away. <laughs> Please shoot the doctor. Please yeah. shoot the doctor. <laughs> because obviously uh, Hugo Lang, uh, his, his ship was shot down, and so and then when uh, Doctor and Perry are going through Titan Three, they find yeah. him, rescue him, take him back to the TARDIS, and then he thinks that the Doctor has done that to his ship and his people. Yeah, um, which, which is standard Doctor Who trope, isn't it? Yeah, it is someone exactly, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You're responsible. I need mm. to find these twin boys. I'm a space policeman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time ever, though, where you're like, someone pulls a gun on the Doctor, and you're like, yeah. No, that is the correct thing to do in this situation. And never yeah. more has a Doctor Who episode belied the rest of it by having him smiling and winking in the opening credits. <laughs> he should be grimacing and like pulling oh a really angry, like that angry face that was on Twitter a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Be, yeah. He should be pulling flowers out of his ass and then. <laughs> well, the way he presents it, he should just be like flobbing at the audience. It should just be like <laughs> spitting at the screen, yeah, yeah, like breaking Paul. a swan's neck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spitting at the screen and as the spit dribbles down the front of the screen it just says fans <laughs> oh Jesus Christ oh no oh no he's only fans yeah <laughs> um, oh. so luckily Hugo Lang goes back unconscious um, yeah. which is fine so that's dealt with hmm. um and yes, and and so what? So, uh, Perry has the idea of hiding his power pack within the in, in you know seemingly infinite space of the TARDIS. So you won't find yeah. that anytime soon, will he? Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Romulus and Remus are sort of being forced now to work with like like a sort of zero contract. Yeah, <laughs> they're interns, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> so, with, their, with their felt tip pens. Yeah. Do you think the writer when he made, named them Romulus and Remus was kind of like? Bloody hell, I'm good. <laughs> I'm so good. Definitely. I am so yeah. good. It's yeah. actually very clever. I don't think you've, uh, you've realised. Yeah, I don't think you can... Um, <laughs> very subtle what I've done there. Very subtle. And then they cast, obviously, two actors who can't pronounce their R's, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It should have been yeah. Jonathan and Paul Ross. <laughs> should have been the Ross twins, yeah. Because you would have got You're some dogging right. in there as well. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. He, he went dogging with Barry Olivier. He said it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Barry Olivier. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Is Lawrence's? Lawrence's? No, no relation. But, brother. Oh, no relation. But as you can imagine, it's a name that stuck in my head. Yes, of course. It wasn't Barry just like the, sort of, the B team brothers oh, all went dogging God. together. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He went with Martin Daniels. <laughs> I know he's not a brother. Yeah. Julian Lloyd Webber, he's Julian there. Lloyd Webber, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Cope. Yeah. <laughs> and Barry Olivier got in and they said, Are you related to? And he went, Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way it's allowed along. Mm. Oh, oh my God. He used to follow me on Twitter for a while, um, uh, Paul Ross. Same. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Not now. But, but, Does he but, not? Is he off no longer? Well, not after he's heard this. No. <laughs> we love you, Paul. We do love you, Paul. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my, I tolerate you. <laughs> little Paul Ross um, anecdote for you. Mm. Um, I was at the. I was. <laughs> At the premiere yeah. of uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Don't yeah. ask why. Okay. Ah, um, yes. Yeah. And there was a bloke there filming something, and he had a big beard and a big hat on, but I recognised the voice, and I went, oh, are you Paul Ross? And he went, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, that was his <laughs> instant reaction. <laughs> um, bless him. We all like Paul Ross here. He also gave the um, only positive glowing quote on the poster for Batman and Robin. Oh, really? Yeah, he said something like it was the best Batman film we'd ever seen. <laughs> best slap wow. only. Yeah. Um, well, fitting he should be on this, uh, on this podcast then for this particular story. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so then the Doctor is, is wondering what's happening because he's mentioned the, the, the twins and everything else. And mm. so they go out into the... Because they, they spot that one of the rocks is too symmetrical. So they go out to try and sort of find what's happening on Titan 3. It's a classic yes. um, sixth Doctor, too much time in the TARDIS, get to the action kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. he needs to... And now he does a sort of striding across the sort of strata, being a theatrical prick, going like... Yeah. Ha, 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 Yes, and yeah. And he's like, oh, God, he's going to kill oh, me in a, in a second. Again, <laughs> uh, also, actually, is there air on an asteroid? Not to uh, my knowledge, but... No. <laughs> Who cares? To service this plot there is. Go on, Yeah. Then. Yeah. And he, um, he shouts Excelsior, which is always annoying. And then he yeah, says, where are we sleeping annoying. tonight? Mother and father's grave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so they enter the um, this, like... Uh, service mean, shaft. Service mm. shaft, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. um, uh, Colin slides down the shaft. Um, and they find themselves in like a, a little tunnel, shaft. don't they? A shaft. <laughs> yeah. And this is the second thing which is unforgivable because this isn't flagged as like a, a manic episode or anything. He just no. dobs him, he gets on his knees, starts begging, and then dobs in Perry. Yeah. And he goes, kill her. Yeah. yeah. He says, please like, have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. That's not like... Is that him being unstable, or is that just what the doctor is like now? He apologises for it in a few minutes and says and says he was having another. Yeah, I was having another thing. I mean, mm. this is the thing. They're so they're going. Look, oh God, our doctor's so unstable now, isn't he? Mm. Look, and mm. you're like, yeah, but he seems to be unstable with one reason d'etre, which is mm. to be an absolute prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not. You're, there's no colour and shade here. It's just no. he's being an arsehole all the time. Yeah, and so it's always at Perry. You might want to write in something. Yeah, it's always at Perry or <laughs> anyone else that happens to be in the room. Yeah, <laughs> put I a think... little bit of light and shade in there, and we might go. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's not, not taking mm. to his regeneration but you don't get any of that all you get is just this pompous knob end who goes I'm your drama teacher at this university and you're like yes yeah, sir have you ever been in anything on television or <laughs> no <laughs> okay you're my drama teacher are you brilliant <laughs> my script note is there should be a scene in the towards the last episode of this where the doctor has to kind of literally wrestle with himself 
Oh, yeah, and they yeah, could make. Yeah. And the thing is, it'd be lovely to take the piss out of it, like like we say with Davidson, that like, oh, he's mm. floating and it's stupid, and we laugh at it. Mm. But at least it would have been them going, look, the doctor's in, a, he's having inner turmoil. You're mm. absolutely right, John. Mm. Sh- there should have some indication, but they don't give that at no. all. They just no. have him going, I'm the best, I'm the amazing, I'm the whiz, mm. <laughs> and you're just like, oh god. Because what you want is in the first episode, he's having all this tumultuous, you know, horrible mm. stuff. And then you want a scene sort of a la Superman 3 or even like the two Doctors where the Doctor wrestles with Omega in that dream state. Yeah. So Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and then by epi- the end of episode four, he's all, hello, I'm the Doctor. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. What they should yeah. have done in episode mm. one is spend 15 minutes with him being like that and yeah. then immediately write the fuck that out. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. start him on his, oh, he's brilliant, he's the Doctor. And then if you want to do it in like a sort of proper paradigm story arch, is then um, by episode three, he gets a bit narky again. And then you're <laughs> absolutely right. Episode four, I'm the Doctor and I'm brilliant, aren't I? And we all go, yeah, you are. Because yeah. I was thinking of that. Instead of, I never want to watch this. <laughs> I was thinking of that, what was that, Tom Megalos? You know Megalos, where you got the two Toms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom, bless him, he's he's great, but he wasn't great against. He wasn't great with playing two versions of himself. Mm, Whereas no. I think Colin would pull off one Doctor, not like that, one Doctor <laughs> being horribly stiff and evil, and the other Doctor mm. being quite cuddly. I think he'd pull yeah. that off quite yeah. nicely. The thing is, um, mm. Colin Baker is really good at being nasty, mm-hmm. and he's like genuinely very good at it. Yeah, and yes. he's not so good at being nice. No, no, well, he made he was in that TV series in the seventies, The Brothers, wasn't he? Where he was. A, a bit of a shitty character. That was what he was known for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, why he yeah. became famous. Was a bit of a yeah, a bit of a mm. villain, a bit of a rogue. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. Also, you could have him like win over his darker self, but then just at the yeah. end of the episode, be like, oh, maybe it isn't all dead. You know, you just have like a flash yeah. of something. Be like, exactly. oh, that's intriguing. There's so mm. many things they could seed in and do, but they just don't. They just go, no, let's just make him an rep. An rep- Pellant individual, <laughs> and you go, Why are you doing this? Yeah, Why are you so doing weird. this to all my dreams? Yeah. Like, I don't know, but there you yeah. go. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Edgeworth is tired, so he goes into a room and turns into a diagram for a bit. That's <laughs> yes, nice. he, he turns into the game operation, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Romulus and Remus should have got their little tweezers and tried to take out his tip. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he do that? <laughs> I don't no know. idea. I don't know. Doesn't is that another Time Lord thing, is it? <laughs> what the I fuck mean, is that? This is a sorry old set as well, isn't it? it really like a- is. Oh, it's a <laughs> shoddy old heap of shit, this is. Yeah. Mm. It's like a pinball machine covered in tinfoil. And yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit rotten. And so there and there, but then instantly the doctor recognises um uh, Edgeworth as Asmail. Asmail mm. from Jaconda. Mm. J- <laughs> a fellow Time Lord. A fellow Time Lord, and he remembers getting absolutely rat assed with uh, with Asmail. Mm. <laughs> yes. And he Which- mentions that, that they met when he was two Time Lords prior. So when he was Colin when he, sorry, when he was Tom Baker. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and he met Asmel and his brothers Ron and uh, Russell <laughs> and they said better get out of this pub it's not big enough for Colin 
<laughs> I've just watched the Sparks documentary. It's about the good bad. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe you should tweet Edgar Wright and say, "Oh, I loved it." Edgar, so you can retweet it and say, "Thank you." Well, I got the opportunity to listen to Edgar Wright afterwards talk to it, but I said, "Fuck that," and I went to the pub. <laughs> In my mind, they're the best British bands to come from America. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's my I've, I've exhausted my sparks knowledge no it's fine mm. meanwhile Kevin McAnally has awoken isn't he <laughs> yeah. yes. he's awoken yes. in the TARDIS and he's like where's the, my sex toy gun oh there it is <laughs> there it is he finds in the infinite like corridors of the TARDIS yeah. it, within two seconds he's found his little power pack found, gun. Found also sex thinks, gun you know what I've always fancied being a magician <laughs> I'm gonna get a magician's jacket. I've always, I've always wanted to wear a Chris Packet kimono. <laughs> <laughs> kimono, <laughs> my house. <laughs> um, what's With his coat of many, many colours, <laughs> awful and annoying and stupid, and oh my fucking god, did he get that? <laughs> That's what a good actor Kevin McNally is. He sees yeah. what Colin has to wear, and he's like. Oh, I'll do him a solid. I'll, I'll choose the worst jacket they have in here other than that one. <laughs> What's everyone's favourite Kevin McNally uh, piece of media, by the way? Obviously, he's in Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, he's good in that. I like, him in the, I like him in the last series of Fry and Laurie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good in that. I, he's good in that. I used to like a thing he was in called Tygo Road. Oh, I've never seen that. Where he ran a What's community. That? It was a sitcom about a community centre that he ran. Oh, Brilliant. Nice. It was quite funny. But I also really like Dad. Dad was a very hard... I remember yeah. Dad being a very harsh sitcom. They really it treated was. Kevin McNally badly, didn't they? For... They did, but it had a good catchphrase where George Cole would ring him and go, Hello, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> and I always enjoyed that. I, I was just one of those people I really like. In fact, when they announced he was going to be mannering and when they brought back Dad's army, I thought, oh, I like Kevin McNally. But... And I watched it and I thought, bloody hell, he's really good at that. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, there you it surprised go. me. Very good as Captain Mannering. Captain, yeah, he's very good. He's a he's a good he's mimic, isn't he? He's a stupid uh, boy. Stupid boy. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, I'm a rather good, good mimic, Tom, but I'm not in fucking work. Come on! <laughs> What's your favourite impression, Paul? Do it now, so I maybe could, you I can. Could, I could. You you name it, I can do it, mate. Oh, and um, have you? You've got a Tony Hancock, haven't you? Occasionally. <laughs> Well, Paul, Paul, Paul is, Put me on the spot. Paul's infamous for his Wogan. Oh, that is true. That is mm. a, his Wogan is superb. Wogan superb. Um, mm. Do you mind if we have an edit point, or, or you two can just carry on while I refill my wine in the kitchen? <laughs> now we right. can even make it an edit point, or fuck yeah. it, you just carry on talking. Right. Right. I'm not going right. to miss a fucking thing because it's <laughs> a dilemma. Mm. Thing. I think mm. people are in this one. This is a special one. Mm. It's late at night, and we're all just talking about the twin. Well, also, this is our fiftieth episode. That is true. Well, it's, it's our 49th, yeah. technically. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> the 49th and or 50th. Yeah. It's yeah. just like Doctor Who. It makes no sense. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Right, you two um, carry on. I'll be literally about 40 seconds. Okay. Oh, just, oh. just like cry for 45 seconds. <laughs> it up. Right, right oh. go. You should hear Paul's very racist impression of Nelson Mandela. So oh, no. I've heard rumours yeah. about it's that. It's absolutely awful. Do you, have any, do you have any, apart from Cosmo and Dibs, have you got any impressions in your... Oh, uh, not really. I can do a bit of Dol- Timothy Dalton. Oh, nice. But I, I'm i not going to do it now. <laughs> I'm not going to, you're not a performing no. monkey. I'm not going no. to get you to I've do done it, it if you listen to a Living Daylights episode of Smurfspot, I do it there. Oh, nice. Very yeah. nice. And Licence to Kill, I do it there yeah. as well. No, I'm not really an impressionist. I would be a very 
poor impressionist. You, Tom, you, <laughs> apart from Cosmo and Dibs and uh, Mary Obviously. Whitehouse. Yep. Um, yeah. I used to have a joke uh, with a producer friend of mine that I should do an impression show called There or Thereabouts because mm. I think I can sort of aim vaguely for the, the area. But, um, well, my, you know. well, my Yarwood did that for years. <laughs> exactly. So, like, give me anyone. They'll be like, oh, we jobby. And you'll be like, yeah, okay, that's like, you know. It's not not Billy Connolly. I would say not... that about John Coleshaw, but he's good. And also he does a very good Tom Baker. <laughs> oh, I was once sick on the back of John Coleshaw. <laughs> oh no, at poor the John B- At the BBC Light Tank Christmas party where everyone decamps into a couple of pubs. Oh God. Yes. And um, my friend, lovely Jeremy Lim, who's been on the show. Mm. Lovely. Uh, we were happy. You must have been to one of these, Tom. You oh, know, they, are, like... they are wretched events, aren't they? Yeah, mm. because it's three hours of, of really cheap shite wine at room temperature. Yep. Everyone imbibes as much as they can, and then we um, there's two pubs that everyone goes to. There's now suddenly two pubs full of everyone in the world. Yeah. Um, like Paul Merton over there, and, Ella. and I remember just I was hammered at obviously you know <laughs> half three in the afternoon. Yeah. And then um, John Coulson's at the bar. Jeremy Lim decides to go up to him and just shout "Dead Ringers" into his face. <laughs> Whilst I go up to join in and hiccup and just do a little bit of sick, a little bit of sick down his back, and then I can't obviously go. I've just done some sick on your back, so I just wander off, and then I'm then I spend the next two hours with Roland River on, which is. Who is not the best person to turn up to when you want to sober up? No. Yeah. <laughs> and we 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 come up with a game show called Celebrity Staring, yeah. where you go through this awful game show and then you can win up to three minutes of, of to stare at any celebrity <laughs> of your choice, but in their own home without them knowing. <laughs> so, like, well done, you've won the game, and you get three minutes to stare at Selena Scott. <laughs> what you do? she's know. making a casserole. It's like what the hell. Is that little bit of sick made its way into the next series of Dead Ringers? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly made its way to the script. Now, <laughs> weirdly, oh, the last time I was oh, in the Light Ends party, um, yeah. I also came up with a uh, game show called Chico's Crime, uh, <laughs> a, a pun on <laughs> Chico time, which is you're presented with a, a sort of a, vi- a, 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 yeah, a vista, a, um, uh, an image of a room. And you have right. to guess what crime Chico has committed in the... Uh... <laughs> it's a pile of about 80 bodies. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think Chico did now? Let's find out from our celebrity uh, judges. Yeah, yeah. You, you do that now. Yeah. We definitely would. Mm. Uh, so where are we? Imagine What's that oh, yeah, sorry. Where were we? Tell you as well. Sky would commission it. They, <laughs> I'm hoping so. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chico's no, crime. we are now at the stage... One, once Kevin McAnally finds his sex gun and runs across uh, to find everyone, mm. um, yeah. as Asmiel and the twins and everyone decides to transmat away anyway. Yes, they yes. transmat. But then what? The the most rotund of the crows mm. yes. um, <laughs> sets a, um, a an explosive uh, an explosive device. So yeah, Asmiel thinks that they're safe, but um, actually they're going to die very soon. So uh, well, it's yeah. unfortunate because Perry has to interrupt Colin doing his. Um, you know that guy who was always in the background in Top of the Pops in the 80s who would be p- working a pretend computer like it was a Yeah, yeah. Jack, doing that? Jack, Jack the Ripper, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack the Ripper's there. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other Rippers, are there? Anyway. Yeah, the Yorkshire um, Ripper. Oh, of course. I'd say there's another very famous ripper. Very the, famous one. Yeah. And there the bloodline ends. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. There's another one. There's a Camden Ripper. Oh, it's Camden, Camden Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, 
And then uh, Michael Palin, because he's uh, the yarns ripper, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's a ripper of yarns. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, that because he's a nice guy. You, you wouldn't expect him to be in that list, but there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, protected is. by the establishment, of course. Yeah. Like, like all the rippers. Yeah. Bloody anti-beeb. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas John Cleese is very anti-beeb. He is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's going like, to find out what cancel culture is. But it might have gone out by the time you're listening to this. You might have found out what cancel culture is. I think it's white men being criticised by one person online. I think, that I think might that's be... what it is. Yeah. I think, I think it it's is, not yeah. running anything decent since 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called a succession of XYs with real yeah. stories. <laughs> and good lawyers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very fitting. Do you know what? Is... This is my favourite episode yet. What we're trying to do is never talk about the twin dilemma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think we've we've. Uh, I've just filed John Cleese away there. Mm-hmm. All done. <laughs> Someone else who won't do Smirch Body. He won't be covering his own tenure in Die Another Day. He certainly won't. No. Listen, listen. Can we? Can we please, for the love of fuck, get to the end of episode two? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so please. he he's going to transmat them away using cleverness. But yeah. he needs Perry's watch, and of course, true to form, her watch won't work. So Perry materialises in the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, now, I had a big debate in this, because she sees Hugo Lang pointing a gun at her. Mm. I was like, well, she knows that she's taken out the power pack. But then I was like, but she also knows she put the power pack in the pocket of the very Chris Packett kimono that he is wearing. Mm. So, <laughs> I can't think This is like a tongue twister. She's put the yeah. power pack in the kimono. Maybe that's the twin dilemma. <laughs> It is. I think it's the first time she's actually relaxed. She'd rather be at gunpoint <laughs> with a man she doesn't know than yeah. the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh relax are. a bit and let me guard down. <laughs> oh. And then it all explodes and she gets very upset. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it is good that we mentioned John Cleese because he is in an episode of Doctor Who. So Ooh. it yes. all works. That makes that conversation tax deductible. There you go. That's very good. And he'd approve. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then uh, he is, uh, so the, the, the whole thing explodes, the safe house explodes, and, uh, and she starts mourning the doctor. Mm. Yeah. End of episode. Why? We and don't again, know. she starts mourning the doctor after all she's gone through. She yeah. still cares. And you're like, oh, Perry. No. Oh, <laughs> you... Lovely. It makes you wonder how bad, is it Uncle Howard? Was her, was he, yeah. how awful he must have been for her to like think that this is better. I can only presume that Uncle Howard was a toucher. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that's all I can... Listen, if he was Fair German, enough. he'd be called hands everywhere. <laughs> he, he, though, never, ever, ever saw her ever again. He never saw her again. No. Perry is no. dead as far as he's as concerned. As far as he thinks, she probably, he probably, probably thinks she drowned. He thinks she's yeah. still on that boat. He's like, I should mm. go back to that boat at some point in Lanzarote where I left her. Yeah, he thinks he's just underneath the boat that he left her on. Yeah. <laughs> and he has an opportunity to go diving to find her corpse, but fuck it, he's already found that sunken treasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's Why the, bother uh... getting wet again? <laughs> the uh, police there to get Edgeworth. Um... <laughs> so they then go from Titan 3, the craggy knob, to uh, the beautiful, uh, what is supposedly uh, the beautiful planet beautiful. of Jaconda. Mm. Fecund jungle that is. Yeah. Used but to hang be a on. Grove here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bloody wasteland. There is. There used otherwise to be a... known as Biker Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Right there was just where where either PJ or Duncan got blinded. Mm. 
<laughs> I have to say, there's a tiny bit where the Doctor's slightly sort of like, oh, that's kind of fun. Where when the Doctor appears after his what when he set his watch thing and it all goes wrong, but he actually goes, it worked. Oh, it actually worked. And I go, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. more of that, more of that, mm. more of that. That's mm. lovely. A moment but of that's, humility. But that's and, it. Yeah. yeah, a tiny moment of humility. But that's pretty mm. much it. Um. So yeah, so they uh, um, so yeah they arrive and we get our first sort of proper look at Nestor as well, who's uh, obviously <laughs> the, the big slug there. What the Little... fuck is this? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say I don't mind it. Oh come on! Uh, I don't not... mind it. It looks like we've so- seen it. someone's we've... pumped Listen. an owl full of icing and stuck it in a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> we have seen a lot worse and prior, and we will see a lot worse after. Yeah. I, I don't. As an alien, I, I, I'm not that worried about Mestor. I'm more worried about his reason d'etre because his plan is dipshit as ever. Well, yeah, but we we'll get to his, his and plan. makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, true. But um, I don't mind him. By the way, the actor who plays Mestor, we've 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 covered. He's been in another Doctor Who story. Yeah, it's, ju- it's uh, Jamiroquai, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was dating Denise Van Outen at the time. And, yeah, uh, this was... Tom Baker. <laughs> They didn't put any makeup on him. No, <laughs> after Legopolis, it, it all went downhill. You thought he his hair looked bad then. Yeah. <laughs> they just filmed him coming up the coach and horses at four in the morning. <laughs> no makeup needed. He's yeah. this your sleeping bag. <laughs> um, I, I sort of, I sort of didn't mind Mestor's look. Um, I just sort of go, you know, as, as Doctor Who canon villains go, uh, for those he looks it, a bit different than some of the shit we've seen. He really does. Well, he's played by Edwin Richfield, uh, who ah. plays Captain Hart, the very distinguished um, uh, Navy captain in the Sea Devils. Oh, my um, God. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which goes to our, our wheezing pod theory that you should, if you've been in Doctor Who once and it's been good, mm. just turn, refuse the call. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never come back. It'll only go oh, back. Always think uh, of the Barbara principle. Yeah. <laughs> but at least, at least we know he's got range. Mm. Exactly. He's got range. Looks like they've got his costume in the range. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the noise he makes later. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like they went to a young effect. No, I can't even. No, mm. I'm not even. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> even I want to beat that out. Yeah. <clears throat> Edge- Edgeworth finds out that he's that actually. Oh no, they ki- they killed the doctor, and he's very sad yeah. about that. He's, he's uh, very sad about that. But he will also use that opportune moment to say to the twins, "If you give me one." Fucking iota back chat. Mm. I yeah. will kill you. <laughs> like, hang on, hang on. Oh boy, come on. There's no need for. Also, they could look at him and go, "Fuck off, Granddad." <laughs> they can literally they just like, overpower him. Flick him like a paperclip, and he just shatter into a million bits. <laughs> they're, they're not bothered as well because they know very well that when he dies, he regenerates into Uncle Albert. <laughs> yeah. When I was in the Time Wars, <laughs> <laughs> damn boy. <laughs> We're not. we met the war doctor. <laughs> is Buster Jesus. Merrifield a good a good actor? That's a whole other podcast, isn't it? No, <laughs> I think he is. So I'll fight oh, you on that one. There oh, you go. there you go. Mm. Now we've got a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> get to the truth. It's a real mm. true crime podcast about could he act? Um, he Hello, welcome to our new podcast, Merrifield. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah, guest, different guest every week. It'll just be Merrifield. No. <laughs> no. See you next week. <laughs> All we got to do is get someone like Ralph Macchio to host it, and it'll get a number one in the charts. Yeah. That's how podcasts work these days. Your idea is dog shit. You just get David Morrissey to host it. Well, 
As I'm sure you enjoyed our uh, podcast last uh, week, Merrifield Yes No with the Cheeky Girls. Well, this week we're going with Lempit Opic. <laughs> Lempit. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. We have a yes from you. Wonderful stuff. Merrifield is an example to us all because if you fall ass over tit at an awards ceremony and cut your head open, <laughs> oh, many of us would have just laid there and gone to hospital. But yeah. not Merrifield. No. He went on stage and collected his award, even though he was horribly concussed. <laughs> he really he was. Know where he shocking. was. Yeah. Really horrible. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wouldn't have got up. Uh, you'd, have, you'd have slunk off with you after that. I'd have just stayed on the floor and pretended to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wanted that moment in the sun so bad, didn't he? He did, because he was the only fucker who turned up from every full store. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to go. No. And he'll turn up to anything. Even oh. the theme tune turned up, but they re- <laughs> but they rewrote it as Danger Mouse. It was yeah, oh, yeah. awful. All the David yeah. Bowie LPs turned up. but <laughs> <laughs> The Trevor Francis tracksuits were busy, though. <laughs> Even the outtakes to Bowie's Station to Station turned. <laughs> no well, one luckily, that. the award ceremony was held in the Shepherd's Bush, 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 Bush. bush. There you go. We get it. You like Hooky Street. Chill Plus out. Got to sing the rest of the theme, but of course they brought the mic down like they do. The <laughs> Going Kubchan. Off you go. Off you fuck. Oh, I think I need to go to hospital, Dill. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, Ross. <laughs> Like, when I was in the war actually can I go to A&E now yes you can <laughs> god I wonder how much of this we haven't spoken about the twin dilemma <laughs> I think about want, 86% right? yeah they don't want us to dissect the twin dilemma there's nothing to it they'd rather hear about Only no. Fools and Horses they I, don't would, know why they would. <laughs> I wish I'd have watched Only Fools and Horses instead of this which episode uh, I'm watching a lot of them at the moment I'd have oh, watched okay. um uh, um, the Jolly Boys outing. There you oh, go. Oh, no, nice. there yeah. you go. Yeah. Where the coach explodes. That's yeah, fun. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate Only Fools and Horses. I mean, I really hate it. It's basically it so Doct- Doctor Who, except they don't go anywhere. <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it so much. That flat so is much. bigger on the inside. That's right. I hate Del Boy so much. I love Del Boy. But anyway, that's for, that's for the Merrifield podcast. That's our Merrifield yeah. podcast. Yeah. Merrifield, yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next week, Michael Parkinson. Next, <laughs> next week, Sally Gunnell. She'll tell us Merrifield yes, or, yes no. or no. Well, I don't mind really. Get off this fucking podcast. <laughs> Some episodes he's very good, but another. Is no. it yes or a no? <laughs> you might get Stephen Frown and you'll go, Merrifield, yes or no? And you go, Well, I was very depressed. <laughs> I was very depressed. Oh, good. Keep talking. It'll get in the, paper. in the papers and get some publicity. <laughs> Stephen Fry admitted this week on Merrifield, yes or no. But he doesn't think Buster Merrifield is a good actor. <laughs> Merrifield, yes or no. <laughs> well, it's a brand new series now, BBC2. <laughs> Merrifield, yes or no. It's very fitting this episode is, I think, our, either our peak <laughs> or our nadir, and I can't tell which it is. I think what it is is we're just dancing around the fact that. Mm. Um, I don't think this is worse than I thought. I would never want to speak about this entire thing because I was going to make this point. Go on, but mm. but um, mm. I've seen now Happiness Patrol, and I've yeah. seen they are worse. This isn't mm. this isn't no worse than that. It's no. just one note that is so like for a genuine Doctor Who fan, which we all are. Yeah, is so upsetting to to, to just trudge through. Yes. That's why it's always voted as like one of the most upsetting. 
because it is. I mean, it mm. really is. Yeah. It's like nowadays and it would come with a trigger warning, wouldn't it? Like it would genuinely. Yeah. No, like that's only false noises. John, don't laugh at your own jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. Would it. Perhaps it would be shown on Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, oh boy. Dear, oh dear. Right, um, let's get back to this fucking okay. episode. Deep underground, fuck. the doctor and uh, sort of tells the story of Jaconda via some cave paintings that look like a Nemi cartoon from the Metro. <laughs> they look yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Hagar the Horrible down a stroke. They are little strip cartoons, and it tells a story about all these horrible slugs that take over Jaconda, um, which is what we see. And well, then they, see, it, they sort of slightly see it before, don't they? Before they go in, they sort of like the doctor goes, "Oh, look, there's slimy trails everywhere." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get two go. gastropods okay. um, who walk by, and this is but where they the... don't look like slugs. No, they don't. Here's at the all. Thing. If your sluggy characters are walking on two feet. <laughs> yeah. You can only assume that they are just shitting themselves constantly. Yeah. <laughs> because Slug. what's producing the slime? The, the, I just don't... It doesn't make any sense. They should be got, crawling, shouldn't they? They've got, like, owl heads. Yeah. yeah. And also, I love... The, like, the soundtrack that goes with it is like a... Brown, brown, yeah. But it's horrible. Mm. It's very good. I like, I like the music you. stuff. <laughs> it's not the oh, yeah, and I like, your, I like your music as well, Tom. Yeah. Thank you very much. Beautiful, I did this. Beautiful. I did the music for, uh, for the Tom Oh, did you? Yeah, wow. yeah, it was all me. Guys, despite wow. the fact you weren't born. Yeah. <laughs> despite the fact you weren't born and your mother accidentally put her uh, elbow on a speak and spell <laughs> and, and your dad recorded it. Yep, that's how Beautiful. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote the script as well. Um, that's how Kev used to do it. <laughs> Hugo Lang gets stuck in some snail trail. Um, yeah. And, and concrete, tries... concrete. He gets that concrete. Yeah. yeah. It hardens, hardens like concrete. Hardens. Yeah. Um, and then hard. <laughs> so then, uh, and yeah, this is, and then there's Nestor has a has a little a tête-à-tête with um, with Edgeworth, which is yeah. Should, I think that Nestor should only be in his throne or via um, yes. via like thing. he doesn't look good when he's sort of out and about, does he? No, he should be in like a big sort of vat of milk or something. Yeah. <laughs> they should have gone full, full Dune with him, shouldn't they? Yeah, or yeah. they should have yeah. they should have gone Sill with him. Like, he should have been in some a, brine. Sill looks like something. Sill looks like something that um, Mestor would pick out of his ass when no one was looking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He got a little bit of sill around his anus. He, just, he looks like he should be all squidgy and wet and and in something, some big horrible bubbling thing. Like, just, yeah, put, put yeah, down yeah. some silit bang. But he, yeah. Yeah, exactly. he's just he's just sat on a throne surrounded mm. by. He's not good. Sort of like men dressed like racist crows. I just don't get. What, <laughs> oh, Dumbo. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. Yeah, right. go on. That's fine. <laughs> so um so then Edgeworth reveals his plan, which is that they're doing all these calculations because they want he tells them that it's because they want to bring the other planets in the orbit of Jaconda so that yeah. then they can use those planets to do something. He does it with a stick and a board as well. <laughs> it's Scorpio. This, this is the future. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a stick and a board. He's like, this is our planet. These yeah. are the other planets. And this is the part of the Empire that's all pink. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's all right, like granddad. 
apparently, the only two people that can make this happen, apparently, are Romulus and Remus. Yeah. Yes. They're the only two people who can make two planets go out of alignment to then go and... I doubt that. I mm. very much doubt. Also, how do I you employ that. that? Surely you have to do something other than do maths to make that work. Exactly. I don't mm. think you need... So the, there's not a twin Vaughan. dilemma here, is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get the Vord on the board. they got a fucking yeah. board there. <laughs> and get a Hawking. Yeah. You need Hawking. You need a Hawking. I don't know if yeah, you noticed, could... but when he was pointing at those two planets, it said Merrifield, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Buster One is about to hit Buster Four. <laughs> Buster for Jones. <laughs> I tell you, I, right. No, I'm, I, I'm free associating now. Yeah, you are. You're saying what you see. Yeah. <laughs> we must, Doctor, we must stop Buster yeah. Mary from falling over at the comedy of this. <laughs> where it all went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've calculated, Paul, Paul Thingy Bobby has calculated that's where Brexit started. <laughs> it's like, it's turn left, but instead of turn left, it's arse over tit. And yeah. it's him. <laughs> it's his sliding doors moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We must have Samaritan having sex with yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> a sliding doors moment. If you were lucky, you could have been in Blake 7, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, you're in Doctor Who, so carry on, son. It's just, I like yeah. the fact that even thinking goes, and these are Mestor's eggs, um, if you mm. want to have a look. And everyone's like, not really, no. I don't. No, <laughs> no, no one's like. interested in Mestor's eggs. No. Uh, well, it, 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 this is all part of his plan why he's stolen two genii Earth children. Yeah. Is it? Huh. Yeah, apparently. And you're like, I'm not buying this no. fucking at all. No. It's just... Um, just to mop up some other plot details, yeah. someone someone nicked like a pathetic amount of rubbish vegetables and has his brain oh. melted. Well, this is Brilliant. this is to show us how powerful Nestor is, isn't it? That's yes. Yeah, the whole yeah. point of the scene is to show that he can melt people's brains. Mm. Yeah, he can mind bother people, can't he? Mm. To death. Yeah, to death. To death. Yeah. That's what During happens. the war... <laughs> <laughs> And this is, <laughs> this is, and I have to say, if we are mopping up things, when yeah. the Doctor appears on the planet, he takes a look at his TARDIS mm-hmm. and just hates it. <laughs> and I go, fuck you then, fuck you then. If you don't ever look back at that and go, this is the best thing in the world ever, yeah, my yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. TARDIS, look at it, look at it! <laughs> Look at this, fucking lovely. He just looks at it and goes, Ugh. Oh, and like, oh, that's it. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> he wanted a yellow Robin Reliant. He did. <laughs> he probably wanted a fucking patchwork quilt or something, didn't he? he? Did. I don't know. <laughs> or a big fucking Frey Bentos pie. Yeah. I don't fucking know, but come on, don't look at your own tidies and go, Ugh. You always ask, Where have you taken me to this time, old girl? That's what you have to yeah. say, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Where have you taken me this time, you bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. Not it's the fact that he takes a little look at his own tidies and sort of goes, Ugh. And you're like, Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Not my doctor. <laughs> 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 and then um, and then Perry's uh, taken uh, to Mestor and yeah. then the Doctor is informed of this and then he goes Perry um, he's just tried to kill her so that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah um, and and that's the end compassion. Of... Who will I put my fags out on now? Yeah. <laughs> that's the end um, of episode three. Mm. Yeah, and then as soon as it enters episode four, the first thing that Mestor says is rather pleasing to the eye. And you're yeah. like, oh, God, even, even Mestor hell. wants to have sex with What's in, Mestor got to like? In yeah, my Nestor's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nestor. I'm from yeah. the Middle Ages. 
Um, yes, even a big slug wants to have sex with her. It's a bit problematic. Even a big slug it wants really to have is. sex with Perry. He's like, just leave her alone. Come on. Come he on should have looked at her. And then it should have superimposed her. You know, when like hungry people see a chicken, a turkey <laughs> with a man's head. Yeah, yeah. He should have seen a lettuce with her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the chancellor gets mind bothered for a bit. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fun. Uh, most of this episode now takes place in the throne room. From what I, oh no, then they're, yeah, so they're, they're in the throne room. There's a lot of mind bothering going on. Mm. Meanwhile, the Sylvester twins are still trying to do their calculations and stuff. Um, yeah. And then, then we sort of they slowly crack onto what uh, Nestor's plan is, yeah. which is to go, make the sun go supernova so that all of the eggs fly <sighs> off into space and warm up and warm up and take over the galaxy. Maybe. Can he just eject his eggs? Yes. I can't believe I'm even Thank saying you. this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can he just eject his eggs into the sun? He's into a very powerful man yep. with a lot of um, yep. people that, and, and, all, and all the tech to or do this. pack them all in a bomb and fire them out of the sun. <laughs> yeah, yes. Or, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Just to have a really, really hot fart on them. I don't know. <laughs> no. There are many other things he could have done that were Shove them in the oven, put them in the microwave, put them yeah. in the fucking volcano. Anything other than this convoluted Stupid plan that yeah, involves child abduction. Exactly. <laughs> just write the word hot on them until it takes. Yeah. <laughs> no, just do anything other than abduct children that you want to kill anyway. Oh, God. To come up with this ridiculous maths equation. To, just because they come up with an equation, they then have to make it physically fact. Yeah. It's not like you just look up at two planets and shout fucking maths at them until the planets go, oh, well, we better shift out of orbit and fucking go arse end into the sun. Well, That's not how it fucking works. This is it. When the doctor then looks at this plan, he goes, well, mm. it won't work because if you move those planets... Mm. Yeah, I can't remember what the scenario is, but it's well the whole the whole galaxy goes supernova or something. Yeah, mm. and the old man, you know, granddad. <laughs> goes, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then realizes, oh yeah, I'm a right old prick. And like. you should look at those twins and go, why didn't, why didn't you fucking think of that? <laughs> the cleverest twins in the whole galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Too busy playing fucking noughts and crosses on your acetate. Come on, you're just fucking geniuses! Come on, go. Cunts. <laughs> this is when you just go, the pl- there is no plot to this. No. This whole thing is about let's watch the doctor be an absolute fucker for four yeah. episodes. You know what? Well, I was thinking about this. You know when we watched The Sunmakers and we said this was a perfect example of basic Doctor Who done really well. It's all, yes. almost like a template where they've woven in all this great stuff. This mm. arguably is a template Doctor Who that they've purposely put in there to we want our new Doctor to have as much time as possible. Yeah. Template yeah. plot. But they've done everything wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. it, it, it's, the, it's the big thing where everyone goes, oh, what a shame it's not character-driven, it's always mm. plot-driven, um, which a lot of Doctor Who is badly plot-driven. Mm. Yeah. And you go, no, it needs to be character-driven. And it's almost like they heard us and went, oh, you want character-driven? Brilliant. You're going to love this. This mm. is all character-driven. <laughs> and then they drive it into your own ass, <laughs> and you're so upset and then they forget about the plot because the plot doesn't make nothing no. oh, also like I was thinking you've got a point where the doctor is wrestling with two sides of his personality and you've got twins and you're like there could be thematic links there could be things yeah. that like mean that yeah, it's and they just anything, avoid any of them anything yeah. yeah anything well again it feeds into what I was saying earlier you could have the twins representing you could have them being so different from one another that the doctor 
wrestles Ooh. with his own consciousness in that moment. Yeah. And no, no, not at no. all. You can find out that the two sun, that the two the moons or bodies that want to crash in there are actually the twins' balls. <laughs> Fuck it, that'll do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Anything. The dog, the dog's like, I mean, there's loads more, but I'm going to yeah, catch on. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, don't. I want you to go into minute details. <laughs> okay. Yes, they discover that one of the one of the creatures has been used as a monitor to spy on them. Anyway, that that doesn't lead yeah, anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. No. Right. <laughs> yeah, they confront right. him in the throne room. Asmael does a little bit of miming. He does a bit of like lip syncing to. Uh, brilliant. He's, he's really bad at it. <laughs> he's yeah. so bad at it. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you get like an old an old bloke who's had a novelty single go to number one, and they have to go to the pops and mime to it. It's like Arthur Mollard and Hilda Baker. Did you yeah, want yeah. one on top of the pops? It's like if he's actually became... miming to an old Easter advert for uh, Lipton's <laughs> um, supermarkets. So it's like, go on oh, YouTube God. and look up Maureen Reese's "I've Been Driving in My Car." Thank you. Yeah, perfect example. Yep. She can't mime or mind. drive for shit. No. And she wrote the twin dilemma. Yeah. You can tell at the end of every episode, her husband goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's what he was saying when she was writing the twin dilemma. He was just glancing over her shoulder. Whoa, 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 whoa! Doctor wouldn't do that, you bitch. Say, <laughs> so, well, he's bloody doing it. <laughs> oh, he's been kidnapping. Oh, this is not my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shouting all the way I am. <laughs> Next, you'll be telling me that Hartnell's not the first one. <laughs> anyway, hurry up and write the ending. You've got your driving test in the morning. <laughs> You've got to drive the TARDIS, you've got to do. You've got to park the TARDIS, you have. In in London, no. (laughs) No, no, no! You're on Scarrow! You've acted on Scarrow, you dozy mare! You've written lots of slugs, there's no slugs by here. You've all got owl faces. There's slugs in the boot! There's no slugs in the boot, I cleaned it! She opened for the two boot. hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's magic, <laughs> which would be the single that he does. Yeah. He should have done. Why didn't he? Yeah, yeah he should. Oh that yeah, because they were four of them five seconds after. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was it. No, nobody actually cared. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cared. Oh, the, the career of Maureen Reese. Wherever you are, why you doing she? Okay? Why hasn't she been on I'm a Celebrity yet? <laughs> is that? she dead? I should look it up. I <laughs> think she was on um, the last series of Love Island. <laughs> oh, Maureen Reese is having a rotten old time on the island. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah. She was, she was driving the island. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa, is he a dover? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You nearly hit bloody Madagascar there. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly crossed continental drift. <laughs> Which, by the way, is better than Twin Dilemma. <laughs> See you next week. End credits. Yeah. What? what the she's fuck still- am I watching? <laughs> she's still alive, so we're, oh, we're all right there to say go. horrible things about her. <laughs> she's lovely, always saying that she can't really drive, and I think she would agree. Yeah. Yeah. If only someone um, could drive this plot, Tom. Hello, hello. Mm, well, mm, mm. um, has died. Asmel's dying. And as he's dying, yeah. he says, um, I too, Doctor, remember the night of the fountain because he described a night by the fountain where they all got absolutely shit-faced. Mm. Jesus and, um, Christ. And he had to push him in the fountain to sober him up. Mm. 
Tom Baker, we're assuming, and yeah. it sounds like a good old night, and it would have been better yeah. to watch that than The Twin Dilemma. And yeah. at no point does he go, I'm really sorry about my entire involvement in all of this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was really unnecessary. Yeah. It was yeah. unnecessary, and I really didn't need to be involved at all. Yeah, yeah. And I feel ashamed to be a Time Lord. <laughs> yeah, as a Time Lord, I let all this happen to me. Mm. Yeah. Um, with the abducting, no. they're not even the first people I've abducted. I'll be honest. There's a there's a there's a, <laughs> a dumpster somewhere with a load of twins in it. Mind you, the doctor's not innocent in terms of abducting people, is he? Really? That is very true. You can't say I'm the doctor. Do you want to come with me and then be clean in in, in a trial? Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean? Do you mean, John, that he's abducted our hearts? Oh, oh, there you go. No, I meant he's literally. No, you don't. No. He abducted <laughs> Billy Piper. He oh, did. I see. Okay. <laughs> like Chris Evans did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're at the end. We're what, at the no, end. Well, no, hang on. Before we get to the end, we need to. When, doc, when the doctor looks at the big nest of eggs or whatever the fuck yeah. it is, yeah. and puts a laser on, it goes not hot enough, and that's the reason for the sun thing. And you go, oh, whatever. Mm. He picks up two jars of piss. Mm. <laughs> this is really important because we get yeah. to the end now and he's confronting Mestor going this is not a good story is it and Mestor's <laughs> going no it isn't no and so he throws a bottle of piss at him and then Mestor goes ha 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 force field oh yeah so then he throws another one and goes, <laughs> oh I've only got one force field <laughs> yeah, no, and, the one time and then melts he melts yeah. it's fucking stupid yeah. Paul, Paul, does he melt like the way that Doctor Who melts our hearts there you go. Um, mm. uh, I'm going to say no. Mm. Mm. And then there are, there are three crow men who have got into the... T- <laughs> it's a bloody crow man. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go full circle with this. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And it's a link. So It is a link. And Conveyga sh- definitely does go, ah, a Perry, so... I put my yeah. stupid, bloody, stupid fucking writer's head on to do this. <laughs> it's a bloody crow man. Oh, R.I.P. Unistubs. I put, I put, I, I give the doctor a cunt head. <laughs> Unistubs, who of course has featured in this episode, but was beeped out. So, <laughs> was. Solving that mystery for everybody who go. asked me yeah. who it was, I beeped out. Full circle, full circle. I'm not going to say in isolation right here, right now, what it was. No, no, but no. you can track that and yeah. see what was. All we what was will going say is, is that what she liked to do was really warm up those eggs. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, everything's solved somehow. Um, <laughs> everything's solved somehow. And what you usually get in Doctor Who at this point is that the Doctor and his assistant go off and you get that, oh, isn't this nice? Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no. We no. don't get that at all. We get a threat. No. <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm the Doctor. And then he kind of looks down the camera and says, whether you like it or not. It's Awful. horrible. Why Awful. would you give that line to your new doctor? <laughs> and, and this is the end of the series. Um, as they obviously the... genuinely think this is a good idea, don't they? they oh, think, yeah. This is great. Everyone's going to be on tenderhooks going, <gasps> but everyone is now going, oh, well, um, I won't um, watch anymore. And what then. does Perry do? She smiles. She yeah. smiles. Well, there was... Um, uh, so I was gonna. Uh, I was. I was contemplating doing a little segment where I've read the Target novelisation oh, <laughs> to okay. try. Okay. So Brilliant. I read the Target novelisation of the Twin. Hard to open the pages with all that slugger. Yeah. <laughs> that was the excuse. Yep. Yep. And they, and by the end, it's basically. And he's sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, this one. This one doesn't have any slugs in it. No, but still, still, it's difficult. Um, Tom Neen and all your Target books are stuck together. <laughs> well, they're, they're called Sorry, Target ma'am. books. Ainsley centerfolds are worth reading. 
Tom, finish your point. <laughs> Please. Please. Oh, sorry. Oh, the internet God. cut out then. Anyway, yeah. the ending is that it, the, the way it's written is that he says, I'm the doctor, whether you like it or not. And it's Perry basically thinking in her head. The very final thing is, if this doctor stays like this, then this time of the TARDIS will be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the inner monster. I might her. kill myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry's now thinking. Deary me. And that is It's everyone. not done in the playful, like, whether you like it or not. <laughs> it's just no. it's literally looking barreled down the camera yeah, again, yeah. whether you, the <laughs> fucking audience, <laughs> spent years investing in this, including me as a fucking 11-year-old, <laughs> looking at me going, whether you fucking like it or not, and me going, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same. Yeah. yeah. And going, like I, I choose mm. not. Ever, yeah. Ever feel like you've been cheated? Yeah. Rude <laughs> time, that. Lord. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Perry, I've got some country life butter. Oh no! <laughs> Stay away from me. No, no, thank you. Oh, there we go. The twin dilemma. Last tango on Scaros. <laughs> <laughs> the twin dilemma. For God's sake, Tom, give us your. What are we going to score it out of? What are we going to score it out of? Reiki. Um, what uh, is there? Fat owls. <laughs> fat owls sounds racist. Like... Racist co-mining fat owls. <laughs> um, um, Haribo. Uh, I'm going to rate it out of Buster Merrifield. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Tom, just before you do your score, though, Merrifield. Yes, Merrifield. Yes or no? Uh, yes. Good. Just so okay. we're all clear. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> we've already got yours. You're no, I'm yes. So it's two, yeah, two to one. What, you're ruled out. This is what makes the show come alive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't have three yeses every week. No, no there's no no conflict. No. Yeah. Um, so Tom, please, if you will. Oh, okay. So here's the problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> the prologue. <laughs> it's. I, I think that the twin dilemma as a child was one I saw the most. And right. there's elements of the twin dilemma when I'm watching it that are filled with nostalgia and I don't mind. But obviously, and like, like we say, Colin is great. We love Colin. Colin's yeah. a brilliant yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, but he is, the things he's asked to do make his character very dislikable and that is very hard. Um, and he does them really well. He does them really well. Like the whole theory yeah. and all that stuff yeah. is... is um, so it's tricky because we want to make sure that we're rating... Like, um, we're rating uh, the story and not definitely not like any of the actors and everything else. Because obviously, no. also Nicola Bryant's brilliant and she's like yeah. probably scared in the whole thing and stuff as well. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it would be really funny if we gave this more than like Ghostlight. Like, it, <laughs> it would, be, it would yeah. really make me laugh. But I don't think we can. I, but I, at the same time, I don't want to just like trash it because I think it's, you know, some things. Are, I'm, I'm going to give it 20. Mm. Yeah, okay. okay. That's all right. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, who's it next? Lee Paul? It's me. Um, yeah. I was so dreading talking about this because my me- my my memory of this is the only t- is is from I've never watched it since I first watched it when I was eleven, mm. and it's stuck it's stuck in my head so badly. And we've touched on the pa- um, on the fact that maybe it was because um, when I watched I I watched Baker into Davidson and I adored Davidson so much because he was such mm. a goody goody doc. He was such a he was what Doctor Who should have been. He was just always fighting the fight, and yeah. he was he mm-hmm. was he often made mistakes, but he cared all the time. Hmm. And then I was presented with this Technicolor twat <laughs> that, I, that I didn't know how to deal with. And yeah. then I then probably did carry on watching Doctor Who, 
but I think it was for me the beginning of the of of not the end, but the beginning of religiously watching it, like adoring it. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, I just find uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with Colin. There's nothing wrong with the performance of anyone in this. It is the intention of the whole thing. They've gone. We've come up with this brilliant idea. We're going to make the Doctor as unlikable as humanly possible. <laughs> Why would you think that was a good thing? I don't. Yeah. I can understand make him unlikable for half an episode, and then redeem himself, be a bit unlikable again, and then be the hero that we are. I just don't. None of it really sits well. Um, it's all about the it's all about the Doctor's character development, which again, normally you would whinge about like with other episodes. Mm. Going, there's no character development. This is all character development, but it's the worst character development. Yeah, <laughs> and, the plot, and the plot suffers for it. I don't mind Mestor. I think he looks kind of mad and cool. That doesn't bother me. Just, <laughs> Romulus and Remus are just like, yeah, they they don't even need to be in it. It doesn't yeah. need to be called the Twin Dilemma. It just should be called the Slug Who Couldn't. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, it's got two decent um tardis materializations in it which i like yes yeah yeah that, and um i kind of um, i'm gonna give it five five and that's the best i can do <laughs> it just so upset it so upset me when i watched it and it upset me in my head and my head went i don't like i only watched all four whenever we do these i often watch them a lot um you know like two or three days before we ever come on air mm. i literally finished the last one about 20 minutes before <laughs> we spoke. so i just couldn't get through it i was just like oh god because i also i knew what was coming i knew mm. what was coming and in each yeah. episode i know something is coming from top from 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 colin mm. he's gonna say something so horrible and <laughs> and then it ends with and the doctor it's literally a kid going Nah, 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 nah. and it just so sits unwell with me but it's not his fucking fault anyway no it's go. not colin's fault five five it gets five, five. okay <clears throat> okay well it was difficult this one because obviously when a very popular character leaves a show mm. and then he's replaced it's always difficult but i think buster merrifield did a good job so it's a yes from me no um <laughs> No, honestly, um, I'm serious. Be serious now, silly. Um, I don't think... I read a thing today saying that a lot of people think this is the... The thing is, they they said that the case of Adrizani was said to be the best mm. and then immediately followed by the very worst. I don't think this is the very worst. No, no I think not. Happiness Patrol and another one, greatest show in the galaxy are much worse than this. Uh, Paradise yeah. Towers? Paradise Towers yeah, as well. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I... I really like Colin in this in moments. Obviously, he's given pockets of scenes where he's, have to, he's just unbearable. Mm -hmm. Not his fault. Perry's great. Um, I didn't like the slug people. I thought they were a bit ill-conceived. Ill Kevin McLally's all right. The story, as I mentioned earlier, is very boilerplate for, for who. And I think you have to do that with the regeneration. I'm going to give it 10. Whoa! Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Buster yeah, Merrifield. It's not unwatchable. <laughs> it's, not unwatchable. It's, it's not great, but it's certainly no. not the worst. It's no. not. No. I think people will be disappointed. <clears throat> they um, will. They will. But unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's definitely argue. not the fucking worst. I mean, uh, I'd even shout. Um, sorry, yeah, Happiness Patrol had that fucking Mr. Bertie Bassett thing, which is, <laughs> you know, this doesn't yeah. get that bad. Exactly, no. Paradise Towers has the blue kangs and the red kangs, and I just mm. go for that alone. Um, every one of the BBC <laughs> should be shot. Now mm -hmm. you're going to have to both buckle in because All I right. asked for correspondence on this episode, and there's a lot. 
Mm. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try fine. and get through it's as fine. quick as I can. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Brett at night underscore time says, It's an epic. An epic pile of shite. Oh, oh uh, we went there. Bobby Peru says, I can't bring myself to comment on this shit show of an episode, so instead a bit of gossip. Colin, during filming, had a bit of Brian on the... Uh, had a bit of Brian on the backside as a joke. This led to Kevin McNally doing the same. I guess <laughs> he means like slapping her on the bottom. Oh, oh Nicola Bryant. Yeah. Oh, God, um, okay. This led to Kevin McNally doing the same, prompting her to punch him in the face. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't know if that's true. Uh, fair enough, I guess, yeah. Uh, Barnaby yeah. Sultan says, may your bones rot for watching it. <laughs> Richard Perrett says, honestly, if you go straight from Adrizani, caves of Andrew Zani, yeah. to yeah. Attack of the Cybermen, it makes no difference at all. Which is true. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Do not blaspheme the Naimon says, well, it's not time in the Rani. Yep, that's all I have. <laughs> Andrew F says he's I, right he's yep, right yep, yep yep again add that to the list of things that are worse than this <laughs> uh, Andrew F says I felt for Colin Baker in these episodes he does a decent job with a script that um, does his doctor no favours such a yep. weird decision to have him in the last story of the season yep. rather than the first to the next I agree yeah Colin we yep. love you we absolutely love you we you're a brilliant actor yep and leaving this series on that note of him threatening you is really yeah. weird. <laughs> uh, really weird Greg Newport the writer Anthony Stephen wrote to the production office to say that Eric Saywood was an excellent and innovative script editor and that he found working on Who to be challenging and enjoyable make of that what you will <clears throat> Oh, WBE uh, says a story I've watched a few times only because past Colin setting the tone of his whole tenure in the first five minutes of episode one I can never remember anything else that happens in it I really can't nope not a thing (laughs) Uh, Dave Whittam says it's shit isn't it I can't I can find something to live in pretty much every episode uh, something to like I think and every episode of Doctor Who not even Kevin McNally can save this load of old tosh uh, Stephen Bowkett says I read Twin Dilemma's Target novelisation on holiday ah. in Sydney ah, before watching the TV story I remember sitting in the warm Australian evening deciding that the TV episodes had to be better than what I was imagining from the book they had to be <laughs> they were not Greg Newport says Pat Godfrey the costume designer responsible for the gastropods claimed that the body was a cross between a bag and a sack probably (laughs) forgot to say they filled them with turds (laughs) (laughs) Tim Gray says it gave us this moment which is a gif of Perry saying Mm ta-da for which I'm eternally grateful but other than that it's shocking a a scenery chewing performance from Colin which looks even more over the top when compared to the poor twins whose lack of discernible acting talent would have embarrassed Chameleon <laughs> and yeah, this from Bryant's great. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't deserve. Yeah. It no. Yeah. And this from the episodes of Wikipedia page. Mestor refrains from killing Perry immediately, finding her appearance pleasing because it wouldn't be a Perry, Perry episode. Perry episode without at least one <laughs> slimy alien of disfigured mad scientist getting the hots for her. Yeah. yeah. Finally, I'm not sure if this has been said in a wheezing pod before, but Dennis Chinnery, who played Silvest, was the inspiration for the name of the League of Gentlemen's hapless vet. Oh, that's mm. nice. Is that true, mm. true, 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 well, true? Or? Mark Gattis is a, a very big who Yes, they, yes, yeah. That <clears throat> suddenly makes sense. Nick yeah. Burden, the twin dilemma, having to make the choice which one of them is worse, which one of them is the worse actor. Hashtag <laughs> even worse than Adric. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Becky, I like to find something positive to say on every story, but the twin dilemma is so bad that judging from every character is wearing, when, the, um, when they exit the TARDIS, the wardrobe gives up. 
Uh, someone <laughs> sent me a gif of someone looking upset and it says thoughts on Twin Dilemma. <laughs> um, Liam Dempsey says it's not good, but its reputation as the worst Who story is unfair. I yeah. could name mm-hmm. over a dozen worst stories. There's the seeds of something interesting in there which they'd explore more successfully in the Capaldi era. It's trash, but provocative trash at least. I'd agree with that, Liam. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he was going to name a story when he said there's the, I mean, there's the seeds of something interesting there. I thought he was like, going to say yeah. seeds of address, seeds of thingy boy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Seeds of the, se- the seeds <laughs> of EastEnders. Mm. <laughs> uh, Nick H. Uh, Twin Dilemma should be a showcase for Colin. Instead, he is cruel, violent and petty. Not his fault. The blame must rest with GN- JNT and the decision to make the, the episode of the last season when they had run out of cash and the script. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Dom Carter, I've only endured the story once, so I might be misremembering, but I think at one point the camera pans away from the Doctor as he gives a bombastic speech when they arrive on Titan 3. It's as <laughs> if even the show can't stand him. <laughs> uh, Chris Love, for sale. VHS of the Twin Dilemma, only played once, needs rewinding one pound. <laughs> can who can convince you podcast probably the only story i really struggle to watch after perry's tada it's all downhill the big slug thing twins it's probably as bad as it can get it's not unwatchable but you definitely need to make sure you have a flannel to wipe the blood from your gouging eyes <laughs> oh, Steve, oh, sorry this goes on and on and on <laughs> uh, steve wickham the gastropods uh, were an integral part of the story cough cough I don't know what that means. Now, is. no, but does that mean is Steve Wickham was he a gastropod? I think I saw that one, and I was like, oh. so I looked on his profile, and he's played like. Uh, oh yes, yes, you're right. Oh, there um, you go. Hence the. <clears throat> I think you're yeah. fine. Well, thank so you, Stephen. I thought your your gastropod was the best one. Yeah, we all agree that yeah. was the standout. Good slime. Mm. 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 He slime. In fact, his slime left a BAFTA. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. It fell mm. over trying to collect it like Buster Merrifield. Uh, <laughs> Scott Edwards, the twin dilemma. The twin dilemma. <laughs> God bless the three of you for watching it so we don't have to. Giant shit slugs like a Mark 1 Sill. Colony is most unlikable, straight off the back of the infamously popular Davison finale Caves, followed by months of no new who, leaving a nasty taste in the mouth of all. Poor yeah. pet, poor Perry, abused yeah. and throttled and threatened with the life of servitude on a desolate rock. Oh, Funny dear. that they never threatened Adric with that fate. And the eponymous twins, oh God, I've had a slimy bowel movements with more charisma and skill. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Richard's World of Horror, I'm sure Paul said this would be the last episode he would ever do. Yes. Mm. Uh, but Colour Horizon chips in with, I think Paul said this would be a two-person episode as he would flatly refuse. Well, well this is all not me speaking. here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, Mike Yarwood in to be Paul this evening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Kirkley, contrary to popular belief, not one of the worst 30 stories. Possibly not even the bottom 50. Its reputation as the runt of the Who litter is largely a repeated meme, worth the entry price for Colin alone. I mean, I Colin's great, great, but he's, yeah. not, he's not doing great stuff in this. I think, I think the reason why it's low so much is that it just comes off the back of Kate Andrazani. So you just, you, 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 it's so jarring and. You've had something amazing, and then you've got something so shite that somehow that the stink will never leave it. <laughs> okay, we've now got. It's like it's like they begin the next. It's it's almost like they've ended that series with that, and then the next time it happens, you're like, oh, it's going to be a new theme. It's going to mm. be a new. Um, mm. It's it's going to be a new logo, mm. and then instead of seeing the Doctor's face in space that you have every time, it's just a giant middle finger. And you're like, oh. <laughs> um, now, oh, oh. now we've oh, okay. got Ben Thomas, who, as we all know, is president of the Colin Baker fan club. He yeah. is, yeah, uh, he adores <clears> him. <throat> tr- true story. 
A friend of mine, an actor, had a yearn to watch some Doctor Who and challenged Lie. me to find the worst example possible. Right. I chose the twin dilemma, obviously. Mm-hmm. He watched Colin's post-regeneration performance in stunned silence before shouting, literally shouting at the screen, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> he was stabbing his finger at the Amdram debacle unfolding on the television in front of him. I could see a vein throbbing in his temple. He fell back into the sofa, shaking his head, sighing deeply, like a death rattle. Still, I look forward to this getting 280 lisping twins out of 300. <laughs> ben, 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 Ben. Colin's fine. <laughs> great. Leave him alone. He's good. Uh, crying, um, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, sorry, off the back of that. If you had to show someone, if somebody said, show me the worst episode of Doctor Who ever, mm. you wouldn't do this one, would you? you no. This wouldn't no, be one that you chose. No, you wouldn't. You no. wouldn't. No. no, I think I probably would go with, like, Paradise Towers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or um, the Happiness, Happiness Patrol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it is the Happiness shouts. Patrol. Mm-hmm. I always get those running. two mixed up. Um, yeah. Or Great Show in the Galaxy. Yeah. Or most of Sylvester's. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sylvester. We do love mm. you, Sylvester. Mm. You have but... a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've only on the last couple now. Crying oh, podcast. Okay. The only Who story I found genuinely unwatchable. Colin as unbearable, a big hairy slug with cowpaw eyes, fancies Perry, inevitably. <laughs> the dialogue seems to have been written by a deaf person raised by mutes, and there are more <laughs> colours on display than a post Skittles vomit. <laughs> and Andrew Norcliffe replies, unwatchable, mm. unwatchable, <laughs> unwatchable, which I enjoyed. Mm. And then he's repaired nothing but the grinding engine to the universe and the crushing boredom of an eternity of JNT. Oh. And finally, Tim Smith says, I actually thought it was pretty good. Very enjoyable. Nah, just kidding. Really shite. <laughs> uh, um, so, um, what was the final score? I'm sorry, I missed all that because I was. 35. 35. 35. That's all right. That's respectable. I think, for this. I think it's, it's hovering sort of a, a lot higher than a lot of people would have predicted, but uh, yeah. 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 We've done it now. We've, We've done, done it. You can stop asking. We've done it. Yep. And um, that's it. Yeah. I, I think when people are listening to this, the live show will come out. And then are we allowed to say what, what, what's what the sort of the run that we've got coming up next? Well, the live show will be after this, won't it? Yes. The live yeah. show. We'll have done the live show, but mm. it'll be the next episode to be yeah, broadcast. But after the live show, yes, please tell everyone what we're doing. Uh, we're going to have some more guests. Yay! Yay! We won't say who they are yet, but no. look out for more uh, more lovely uh, wheeze, friends of the wheezing pod who mm. um, will be talking about, uh, I think, all of their... Are they talking about their favourite stories? So that'd be really fun. I think fun. so. Must yeah. be. In my, well, we, we each poached a, ga- a guest each, didn't we? And they We did, yeah. They were pretty quick with what episodes they wanted to do, so I'm guessing they're favourites. So. Yeah. 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 So watch this time and space. Oh, very nice. Um, at Weezing Pod on Twitter. Yes. Um, anything else we need to add? Oh, we love you. No. Colin Baker is a brilliant actor and we love him mm. very much. Yes. And this is not representative of his... Yeah. You can only no. hate episodes of Doctor Who because you love Doctor Who. That's exactly. The thing. Absolutely. Exactly. Only go, uh, because you fucking care for it so much. <laughs> and we really do. We love it. And here. we really and, bloody do. And we mm. do like Colin because when we, it would be very easy, very easy for us to just shit, you know, kiss, kick this episode to death. Mm. And I just don't think it warrants that. No, no, mm. there, there's, yeah, he, he, I mean, his performance is very watchable. It's just, mm. he's doing some very menacing and troubling things. Yeah, it was yeah. the worst episode at this point, probably. Yes, yeah, but, but we had it, yeah, <laughs> others it, to come. He, he was told, can you be really unlikable? And you went, yeah, I could do that. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and then he did it. And then you go, oh. 
<laughs> but yeah. that's, that's the ultimate tragedy, isn't it? Because towards the end of trial, he's very likable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if we'd have got I mean, another series, probably more likable. And uh, oh, well, obviously, and there'll be people who will sort of say that his um, his big finish work sort of is what his Doctor should have been, and that mm. sort of kind of. Um, yeah. we won't, I don't think we'll be doing any big finish. This is very much a no. classic TV no, Doctor Who TV. on this. Uh, yeah. Although at some yeah. point we will have, we are thinking about setting up a Patreon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to give some exclusive goodies. There will be news on that at some point. But mm. we hope you enjoyed the live show. Yes. Hope nothing awful happens. Oh, God, yeah. I'm sorry if I die on, literally die halfway through the episode. <laughs> if you Tommy Cooper yourself. Yeah, that would be awful. Oh, no. That's, fingers but, crossed that but, hasn't happened. Good publicity. <laughs> I'm, ga- I'm going to say the guy on the second row, fourth to the right, was a bit creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if that was you, would you oh. like to be a guest? Mm. Come on, come on, why not? Come on, please. Oh, please. Yeah. Would you like to write a new episode of Doctor Who? <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> um, Anything. But yeah, we'll, we'll see you again. Uh, we'll probably have a little break and then we'll be yeah. back with guests. Yay! Ooh. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Merrifield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We got some half-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie LPs, pool games, gold chains, wuss names, and head a push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush. Bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no V8, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we'll cut prices at a straw. I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What a great podcast. Shappy Corsanda, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... It's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? GreatBigOwl.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.